Oh, Canada, our home and grateful troop. Oh, God, I don't know the words to my own country's national anthem. I do, but I'm just messing with you. But we're going to play later in the show. Guess what? Canada Day is coming up. Yeah, Canada has its own day. Like you guys have Independence Day in America. We have Canada Day in Canada. So I'm going to expose you to some Canadian stuff on this show, man. We're going to actually listen to some Americans try to sing the Canadian National Anthem. It gets messy and sloppy and dirty and funny, by the way. Also, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, some, some interesting facts about Canada. I have a feeling a lot of you don't know a lot about Canada, so I'm going to bring you up to speed to a degree. And then we're going to play a funky, like, Canadian-like song that you might like. And, uh, and also, oh my gosh, uh, this is interesting. Uh, I'm a gay dad. Yeah. Wait till you hear this. I didn't even know. I did not know I was a gay dad. I'm a gay dad. Yeah, wait till you hear this story, boys and girls. Did you, Did any of you know, know I was a gay dad? I, I didn't know, but I'm going to tell you. And then also I'm going to tell you about my, oh my God, my special, my stand-up comedy special as Carmel Corn the Pug. We did it. We shot it. Wait till I tell you how it went. Unbelievable. Here we go. Happy Canada Day. This is the Harland Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harlan Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, man, baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harland Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Well... Guess what, everybody? I, I I guess I've been keeping it a secret. Maybe I, you know, I I if I've been hiding it well. Turns out I'm a gay dad. There, I said it. I blurted it out. I'm a gay dad. Okay, I'm a gay dad with a black husband, and we have a baby, a new baby. Okay, there. What? <laughs> no. Now, here's the deal. I'm not a gay dad. I'm not even gay. But I got pinged as a gay dad. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> here's here's what happened, man. So one of my very best friends, he's a black man. He's a, he's a large, strapping black man. Uh, great guy. He's one of my best friends. I've been buddies with this guy for... Man, it must be going on almost 30 years, if you can believe it. Man, that's a long time, okay? One of my oldest buddies, and he just had a baby. He just had a new baby, like, literally, like, four months ago, maybe five months ago. And, you know, we both have busy lives. And so even though we've hung out and I've seen pictures of the baby and videos, I, I had yet to meet the infant child, 
And so I called him up and said, dude, this is ridiculous. We got to get together. I, I want to meet the baby while it's still a baby, for God's sake. I don't want to meet the kid when it's 14 and crawling with zits and, you know, has a switchblade or a, a Mercedes or he's all grown up. I want to meet the baby. Little girl, beautiful little girl. And he goes, yeah, 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 let's do it, mate. He's Australian. Let's do it, mate. We'll meet. We'll meet a... Can you meet at a coffee shop over by my house? And I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm coming to you. You got the kid. I know what it's like. Don't worry. Don't worry about getting to me. I will get to you. I, I, I know one thing. People with babies do not have a lot of free time, and they got to work everything around the infant child. So I said, yeah, man, I'll meet you there. So uh, so I head over to uh, Beverly Hills. Mm, a Beverly Hills baby. Oh, and uh, I get there first, and so I'm waiting on the sidewalk out by the coffee shop, and uh, he lives in the vicinity, so I'm not sure which direction he's coming from, and I'm there for about five minutes, and then I see him. I see a, I see a guy over on the opposite side of the street at the intersection with a carriage. It's my buddy, and he's uh, he's got short cropped hair. He's kind of, you know, not not like hulked out, but he's semi-muscular. And he's wearing a black t-shirt, shorts. And he's first thing I notice as he starts crossing the crosswalk towards me, I notice around his neck is this necklace on the outside of his black shirt, and it's got all these big round beads on it. And when I say big, each bead was about the circumference of a dime, okay? And they were colored. It was all the colors of the rainbow. And I got to be honest, I, I he's been my buddy for 30 years. And when I looked at him, I just went, oh, my God, he looks so gay. Like, he looks, he looks like the quintessential Hollywood gay guy. And that's not an insult. That's just, you know, every everyone has a look, not to say that every single gay guy looks like that, but there are some stereotypical looks for all groups of people. And he just had that, you know, he had the the, the way the t-shirt was and the shorts and his haircut and, and, you know, with this thing around his neck, I just, if I didn't know him, I just sort of went, oh, there's a gay guy with his baby. And knowing that he's not gay, knowing that he's my buddy, I just, even I went, oh, there's a gay guy with a baby. My straight friend's a gay guy with a baby. But he, again, he's not gay. <laughs> but it was just, so this necklace, and I thought, well, what is with that necklace? And I went, oh, yeah, it's Gay Pride Month. Okay, that's cool. He's, like, showing support. He's, he's showing support for the gay community. Okay, that's not uncommon. And, uh... And so I didn't say anything. He he showed up and we went in the coffee shop. We, you know, we hugged. We're like, hey, bro, what's up? And then I, you know, of course, first thing I did was look in the baby stroller. There was nothing there. No, there was a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. Unbelievable baby girl. Just, just a darling. Whenever you see little babies, you go, why don't I have one? What, when am I going to have a baby? So anyways, we, we go from there, we, we, we greet, we meet, we see the little bambalinos, and uh, we walk into the coffee shop, right? We go into the coffee shop, he's got the stroller, he's got the black t-shirt, he's got the, the rainbow beads around his neck. 
and I'm wearing a plaid shirt and a blue baseball hat. I, he looks like the average Hollywood gay guy. I look like a farmer whose tractor just careened out of control and ran over a cow. And uh, we get in there, and we got to kind of jostle around to make room for the, uh, the stroller to get it up beside a table. And we weren't in the coffee shop 30 seconds, and some, some middle-aged dude, you know, looked like a father. He comes walking past us, and uh, he stops. He goes, he sees, uh, he sees my buddy lift the, the baby out of the carriage. And he goes, oh, what a beautiful child. What a beautiful baby. He goes, is, is this yours? And he pointed with his finger. He pointed to me and my buddy, like indicating this is your guy's, this your baby, he says. And I'm like, I'm like, um, and he's like, uh, what? And we're like, uh, and he's like, is this your, your guy's new baby? And we're both like, uh, what? I say, what? I say, who? You know, and we're just like, my buddy was as confused as I was. And then, then it clicked. It was like, oh, we were like, oh, no, 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 no. My, my buddy was like, no, this is no, this me and my wife. And I was like, yeah, him and his wife. You know, it's like you, you answer more times than you need to. We could have just said no. But instead, it was like, oh, no, it's a, no, the thing, it, no, he's got a wife, and uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a demented farmer, and he's, uh, no, it wasn't, no, no, it's not ours, it's, 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 he's got a wife, beautiful wife back, and we're just uh, having a walk, and it, 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 no, we're not gay fathers, we're, we're not together, we're not gay, you know, there's a little bit of that weird, you know, you're getting labeled something that you're not, and when you're not used to that, you know, I don't know how many of you boys listening have, have been, uh, you know, someone uh, asked about your sexuality or asked if you were gay or straight right out of the blue, but it's kind of a, it kind of cold cocks you from the side. You're not expecting it. But I got to say in the back of my head, once I saw the way he was dressed, I was like, I wonder if people are going to think. And so part of me wasn't surprised. And so I sat down and I was, I was like, uh, I was like, geez, dude, that was weird. And he goes, yeah, we were laughing about it. You know, we had a big laugh about it. And then all of a sudden he takes the beads off the rainbow beads. And, uh, I thought, oh, is he, is he like self-conscious? Is he taking the beads off because he doesn't want to repeat accusation at gay fatherdom? And he handed them to the baby. I was like, okay, and then the baby started chewing on them. And I go, I go, so what, 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 what's with the colored beads, Gay Pride Month? And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, the, 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 the gay beads in the baby's mouth. The baby's chewing on the gay rainbow beads. And he goes, no, those aren't gay rainbow beads. Those are just baby beads. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, these are actually baby, they're just funny colors because babies like colors and I like so those are baby beads you were wearing around your neck he goes yeah I go well dude you, you know it's gay pride month right and he goes oh is it and I go yeah and I said you know we're kind of in the middle of like a lot of you know kind of gay community type slash area and he just started laughing I he realized at that moment that he was the poster boy for a, a gay father and inadvertently pulled me onto his poster as the as the gay father's husband 
and suddenly we were both like poster boys for gay father-husbands. And I want to apologize to all the gay guys who might be listening for me being probably the worst symbol of a gay gay poster boy because, like I said, I was dressed like a, a country heck with a, plaid, a blue plaid shirt and... I looked pretty scraggly, like you know. I looked like a, a lumberjack that had that had gone to a tailgating party, that somehow ended up at a log rolling contest, that somehow was uh, should be leaf blowing somewhere. You know what I mean? It was just like well, everything I was wearing was just a bad combination. It, it was probably like the most I'm not gay wardrobe you've ever seen in your life. You know, if I, you know, I should probably should have a chainsaw on my back. I mean, this is how, but just the fact that we got pegged as gay dads. So there you go. There you go, gang. Yours truly, just for the briefest moment, just for about 20 seconds, I guess I was a gay dad. Hallelujah. Have you checked the children? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? All right, let's uh, switch gears. Let's get away from kids. Let's get away from, uh, you know, gay dads. We've covered that. But here's something that uh, I want to cover because, you know, July 4th is coming up. America's Independence Day, right? July 4th, big Independence Day. But what a lot of you pavement pounders don't know, and I'm, I'm going to expose you to some of my Canadian culture right now, if you'll uh, allow me, if you if you care to be a little bit, uh, you know, um, enlightened, educated, that type of thing. Um, Canada Day is coming up. How about that? Canada Day, where I'm from. Yeah, Canadian boy. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That's where I'm from. And Canada Day is July 1st. Okay? And Canada Day is the National Day of Canada. It's a federal statutory holiday. It celebrates the anniversary of the July 1st, 1867 enactment of the Constitution Act. And it's kind of like our, you know, like Independence Day. It's kind of like, you know, you guys got kicked off, you got started, and so we got started, bros. Canada got got started. So, uh, you know, so I thought, what better way to celebrate Canada Day than to maybe, you know, enlighten you a little bit. And you might find things out about Canada that you didn't even know. Now, Roger, you know what? Can we cue the uh can we cue the the national anthem under this while I while I read this important stuff? I mean, come on, let's how about a little Canadian pride here, dude? Ah, thank you. Okay, so here we go. For those of you that didn't know, Canada is a country in the northern part of North America. We sit right above the adorable United States right here. It has 10 provinces. So what you guys call down here called states, we call provinces and they're 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 really big. 
There's there's ten provinces and then there's three territories. And uh you know, they're, they're like big chunks of land where hardly anyone lives. I'm not sure why they <laughs> excuse me, why they called them territories. Why why aren't they just all provinces? And they, uh, everything extends from the Atlantic to the Pacific and northward to the Arctic Ocean. Here we go. Covering 3.85 million square miles. There, there's Canada. Did you know that we're, we're, the, the, we're the second largest country by total area and the fourth largest country by land area? Did you know that, Pavement Pounders? Canada's border with the United States is the world's longest binational land border. Yeah. The majority of the country has a cold or severely cold winter climate. But southerly areas are warm in the summer. I'll say, man, it gets... Don't be fooled, man. In the winter, it's just a snowy wasteland up there. But in the summer, man, it cooks. It cooks like anywhere else. It is hot as all ass hair. Canada is sparsely populated, which means there's not a lot of people. The majority of its land territory being dominated by forest and tundra and Rocky Mountains. 82% of the 35 million people Concentrated in large and medium-sized city, many near the southern border. One-third of the population in the three largest metropolitan areas, Toronto, Montreal, which is French, and Vancouver, which is on the west coast. Um, these are the big ones. These are the big cities. Toronto's the biggest one. Um, you know, there's uh, indigenous peoples that have inhabited and colonized Canada, just like that has happened here in the, in the U S. Um, what else? Canada went through a whole, I'm not going to give you the whole history lesson, but there was all kinds of back and forth with the Brits and then Canada and then the Brits. So there's been this back and forth fighting. And, and now, as you know, Canada, is multicultural, bilingual. The province of Quebec is all French people, and the rest of the country is English with French people uh, spattered throughout, but the, 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 the language of Quebec is officially French, whereas the rest of the country, it's officially French and English. You see? You see what they did there? Um... You know, so there, there's a little tidbit for you. Um, what else can I tell you? I'm trying to find some, some really cool stuff. I could tell you some Canadian celebrities. Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Leslie Nielsen, Jason Priestley, Avril Lavigne, um, William Shatner, Norm MacDonald, Howie Mandel, yours truly, Harlan Williams. Um, Celine Dion, uh, who else? Uh, Nelly Furtado, Brian Adams, Rush, the Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, the list goes on and on of incredible, talented people that came out of Canada, man. 
It's crazy. Um, what else is fun that I can tell you? Well, I don't know. I mean, you can go on Wikipedia and you can go on the internet and find out about Canada. But, you know, these are some of the, you know, just kind of getting it in your head that if you have any Canadian friends, you know, our contribution to the to the space program was we we were the ones that invented and created the big space arm that's on the space shuttle that reaches around and, you know, grabs stuff in space. So if you ever see something being grabbed in space, you can thank the Canadians. Um, but anyways, you know, just a, just a little shout out to my my homeland. I'm I'm a dual citizenship. You know, I pl- I play the hockey, and uh, I'm a dual citizenship of of uh, the U.S. and Canada. Born and raised in Canada, but then came down here, and then my grandparents, my grandfather was originally American, so he went up to Canada. Had my dad, my dad had me, and it's like I'm completing the circle. I'm, I've come back home, man. But I'm still full-blown Canadian and full-blown American. How about that? I got, I got I'm like a double threat, man. But um, you know what? Why don't we, the, the Canadian national anthem, the one thing about, about America is, you know, and I'm saying this because I'm Canadian and I've lived in America for 30 years, a lot, a lot of Americans don't know a lot about Canada. They don't. They just don't. And, and, and it's funny since living here, I've got Canada in my heart and on my mind all the time, but I've realized since living here that you don't hear much about it. You know, you don't. It, it's, not, it's not in the forefront of the news. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, that quiet little place up above. Nobody really wakes up in America going, I wonder what's going on in Canada today. Right? And so I thought it would be funny. I found a clip of American people trying to sing and get the words to the Canadian National Anthem. So, Raj, why don't we stop playing this one and uh, why don't we enjoy listening to some Americans trying to sing and get the words right to Canada's National Anthem. Play it, Raj. I'm excited to sing the Canadian National Anthem. I know all about it. My grandma's from Thunder Bay, Ontario, and she sings it all the time. So I feel like I know the very beginning really, really well, and then... I'm pretty sure I know all the words because I learned the song in junior high because I was that kid. But I've sung the Canadian National Anthem uh, plenty of times. I lived in Canada for four years. I'm American. I'm pretty sure I never learned O Canada. Hockey's a thing here. True patriot love in all they sons command. I don't think you should command anyone to love you. Sons and daughters. We do these badass stuff. I never really got why your hearts would glow. That seems like an ET related issue. The true North Strong. I love that they delineate themselves as the true North. As like North America, sure, but the northern part, Canada, 
That's worth celebrating. This sounds like Game of Thrones. You From are the champion of, of all before me. <laughs> it sounds like a Christmas carol. I knew it was like something like far and wide and about the, like, I thought there was something about the plains, but I couldn't even understand them. They mean that because Canada only lives on the far and the wide. There's nothing in the center. God you never let me land. down Glorious to shining sea. See, they're talking about freedom now, like they're American. Oh, the best of the beasts. You're really good at the Winter Olympics. Okay. French-speaking part of your nation. Play hockey! I think you guys might actually have it wrong. Really, the Canadian national anthem is blame Canada. Like, come on. Like, South Park rewrote it, and that's what it is now. <laughs> Maple syrup? I don't know. Oh my god, I knew none of these. I think I nailed it. Does our anthem sound like a Christmas carol? I'm gonna be in so much trouble. I knew O Canada which is more than I know for probably any other national anthem. It sounds like a regular old national anthem. Lots of God and stuff in there, so that's good. This country's great. We all love it. Hey, guess what, Canada? We're going to protect you all the time because we love you. You're the true north. You're really, really cold, and most people don't want to inhabit you, but we will protect you from those urchins that do. <laughs> all right, thanks. That's a fair, fair thing to say. Thanks, man. And, you know, if any, if any, like, caribou or moose try to attack the United States from up north, then we will protect you from those urchins up there. Uh, but I think a fair way to, 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 you know, to get a sense of the good nature and the hardiness of Canadians, you know, there's obviously a very cosmopolitan side to Canada. There's a very intelligent, smart business community. There's a tech community. There's a very cultural, savvy community. But there's always that kind of homespun, stereotypical, you know, hey, we're Canadians. Hey, all right on. Okay, buddy, sure, let's go have a cigarette, right? So believe me, those Canadians still exist up there, but a lot of people around the world think that's how all Canadians are, where, where, you know, in fact, we're very advanced, we're very modern, but you get out, like in any country, out into the rural areas, out into the farming communities, out in the boonies, you get more of that kind of, you know, homespun, like farmer redneck type of thing, hey? But somehow those people are, you know, as charming as they are, they somehow seem to hold on to kind of that that homespun sense of what it's like to be a Canadian, you know? Just like here in America, like the rednecks, even though people make fun of them and, hey, he's a redneck. There's something about rednecks where they kind of hold on to kind of the the grassroots part of America, you know, the, the pickup trucks and the guns and the just hanging out and drinking a beer and having a barbecue. And, and sometimes it's not pretty. And sometimes it is, but but regardless, I think I think that part of a country's fabric is very important because sometimes maybe a, a country can get maybe too cosmopolitan, too pretentious, too modernized, too far ahead of itself. So I, I think kind of the 
the redneck, and in Canada, a redneck's called a hoser. It's kind of like a hoser's kind of like a guy who wears a plaid jacket and a hunting cap and work boots and a hockey shirt. I think those people are, are, are important part of the country's fabric to help keep it grounded, to help kind of remind us of the simpler side of society and, and the more grassroots stuff and the, you know, just the everyday kind of people type of thing. Not everyone can, uh, you know, sip coffee at Starbucks and, you know, have a, have a self, an iPhone. And, you know, so it, it, I, I think I think all these people in our countries are an important part of the stew. And so I want to play a song for you guys. I think I played it a while back, a few years ago. But it kind of embodies that kind of classic Canadian hoser vibe. It's a really funny song. It's called Take Her for a Rip. And for those of you that don't know what a rip is, it's like it's like when two hosers get in their pickup truck and they just jump in their truck and they just tear around in a field and in the mud and down a dirt road. And, and you know, it's just like an expression like, take her for a rip, bud. So without further ado, if, if the, hopefully this uh, makes you feel, get in the, in the mood for Canada Day. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring you people in to kind of celebrate my, my country of birth. And I don't think anything can do it better than this wonderful Canadian song by some Canadian artists called Take Her for a Rip, bud. I'm from the great white north, right? Like up above the states? Yeah. The big landmass that the rest of the world hates? Yeah. We're like above that. Fucking north, I guess. The big patch of trees where everybody's bored to death. We're just chilling up here, sipping syrup, playing hockey. Before we learn to walk, we can cross-check properly. Just rocking plaid jackets, chainsaws, we operate them right. Fucking A right we do, bud. We cut our weight in firewood every 20 minutes or so. Smoke break. And if the Leafs make the playoffs, I'll fucking jump in the lake. Fucking Buddy comes over to my place the other night And he's like, you wanna go out for a rip? And I was like, fucking right yeah. So we hop in the truck and hit the mud And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, bud Just go for a rip, are you, bud? Just go for a rip Just go for a rip, are you, bud? Just go for a rip Just go for a rip, are you, bud? Just go for a rip just don't for a rip, are you Just don't for a rip. I come from the land of the polite, where shit's covered in ice. And when I'm down in the States, they're like, you're too fucking nice. Like, yeah, we got matters, but fucking buddies still fight and fucking swear and fucking drink all night. Like this one time, me and fucking buddy are out having a dart and fucking buddy burns a hole in my coat. And I was like, fuck, bud. Because the coat was pretty new, right? And he's like, fuck you. So I put his head in a snowbank and just started fucking feeding him the right left. Like fucking boom, boom, boom. You had enough yet? And he's like, okay, okay, fuck, chill out, shit. So I pulled him out of the snow and we went out for a rip. Yeah. Just out for a rip, are oh, you fuck yeah. Just out for a rip. Fucking right. Just out for a rip, are oh, you fuck yeah. Just out for a rip. Fucking right. Just out for a rip, are oh, you fuck yeah. yeah. Just out for a rip. Just don't for a rip, fucking right. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Oh. 
I don't know if you found that amusing, but as a Canadian man, it's hilarious. If you want to look at the video for that song, where you can actually see visually what these guys look like, it's hilarious. It's called Out for a Rip. Uh, type it in on YouTube, and uh, oh my God. If you thought the song's funny, the, the video kind of shows all the stuff you were hearing, and uh, it's just ridiculous. So those are the hoser Canadians. Out for a fucking rip, are you, bud? Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Um, and, uh, and there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. On top of everything else, it's kind of a catchy tune. I like listening to it, man. So there you go, gang. You know, I hope I didn't force it down your throat, but I thought, you know, the majority of my listeners are American. By the way, shame on you, Canada, for not supporting your homeboy more. How dare you? I'm just kidding. You know, j- just so you know, like I said earlier, the population of Canada is like 35 million, and the population of the U.S. is like 300 million. So you do the math. I don't know how. Um, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed that little glimpse of Canada. I hope, I hope you, uh, can celebrate on, on, uh, Saturday, July 1st on Monday, you know, think about us, maybe take her out for a rip, out for a rip on uh, Saturday, July 1st. And then, and then we in turn will be celebrating, at least I in turn will be celebrating America's independence day on the 4th. Okay. Uh, There you go. Happy Canada Day, all you Canadian people, and happy Canada Day to the whole world, all right? Take her out for a rip, won't you, bud? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Lastly, I want to uh, do a shout-out here before we close down the show, man. I told you about my stand-up comedy special, Caramel Corn the Pug, that I was going to shoot a special as a dog, do do stand-up on the stage for an hour as a dog, in this crazy dog costume, and I was scared. I, you know, I've tested it. I've done like five minutes, six minutes in this in this getup, and it sort of worked. And that's it. I'd only tested it about maybe nine times, and I was like, "Screw it! I I, I I'm gonna do a special. I I got I got a crew. We had nine cameras set up. We had cameras on cranes. We had cameras on stages. We had." cameras everywhere we, we, we shot at this beautiful theater we had 500 people in the audience oh my god the place was packed people were yelling and screaming and taking pictures afterwards and and chanting caramel corn caramel corn and i went out there and did a freaking hour man i did an hour as as caramel corn the pug and at least it worked in the room. They were with me the whole show, laughing their asses off. Thank you, everybody who came out, by the way. You guys are amazing. And, and the energy and, and the love and, and the, the laughter that you gave me, oh, my God. It just, I, I, I left my special feeling on such a high. And we shot two. We shot an early one and a late one, and both crowds just went nuts, and we had an amazing time. And now it's all up to the editing. That my, my crew said it looked incredible. I looked at some of the footage. It looks beautiful. It looks funny. And so now we have to go into the editing bay and cut together a beautiful caramel corn, the, the pug special. And I just hope it comes out the way I, I think it will. And I hope you guys laugh your asses off and enjoy it. So 
we put a lot of work into it, and 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 I was just uh, you know I was a little bit scared, which I like. I like being scared. And I just went out there and I gave it, gave it my all. And I got to tell you, man. So Carmel Corn's outfit is a blue turtleneck ski sweater with a wool jacket, dinner jacket over it, and then the mask over my head, which is covers my whole head. It's covered with fur. It's a dog mask. I am amazed I didn't pass out. There was a couple of times where I had to stop talking on stage to catch my breath. I was like, <gasps> like it was intense, man. It was like a workout. I, I came off of that stage and into the green room and ripped everything off, and it looked like I'd been out playing football, man. But it felt good, man. It felt good to work up a sweat and just give it and do that crazy show. So we'll keep you posted, everyone. Uh, you know, we're going <laughs> to, excuse me, we're going to go into editing we're going to cut this whole thing together, and we'll keep you posted on when the Caramel Corn, the Pug special comes out. I don't know if we'll be lucky enough to sell it to a, a, a network or a Netflix or a Showtime, but like I promised you guys, even if nobody buys it, I'm going to release it digitally, and you can buy it and enjoy it, and hopefully it, it makes everyone laugh. So there you go. There you go, folks. Again, thank you to everyone who came out. Bless you. Thank you. You made a difference. It was so amazing. So we'll end it there. Uh, let's make a few announcements. Uh, go to harlowwilliams.com if you want to write to me, if you have any comments. We have a contact link there, or you can call me, 323-739-4330, uh, or, uh, you know, just leave a message at that number, and uh, we might play your voicemail. Also... Uh, get our free app at your phone's app store, the Harland Highway, absolutely free. The latest 50 episodes, and if you want the whole library, it's 20 bucks a year, and you get some bonus material. I just posted some premium material. Uh, it was an extended uh, part of the uh, Anti-Poaching League lecture that I heard, and it was a question, a Q&A period with people in the audience and the uh, the founder of the Anti-Poaching uh society and uh some really uh, great information and more insightful commentary about uh the horrible poaching in africa so these are the types of things you get if you become a premium member only 20 dollars a year man it's so much entertainment so much so much stuff you, you you probably couldn't even listen to it all in a lifetime for 20 bucks so I try to keep it very low and reasonable just so you guys aren't like, oh, God, and I don't want to pay $100. It's like 20 bucks. So I hope you enjoy it, you guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As I said, happy Canada Day. No, I'm not a gay dad. And uh, until next time, everybody, learn the lyrics to O Canada. And uh, till next time, chicken. Chow mein, baby. Yes, rock and plaid jackets, chainsaws, we operate them right. Fucking A right, we do, bud. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Just out for a rip, are you, bud? Just out for a rip. Just out for a rip, are you, bud? Just out for a rip. Just